With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And adult discussions. Uh, Kev, I have um, I have Sam Bankman Freed on the line here. He wants to. Uh, he's got some issues with how you've been talking about crypto. <laughs> Should we patch him in? Yeah, pat, 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 patch, please. By all, is this this is a collect from the Bahamas? Is it? <laughs> this is his one call. <laughs> this is it. SBF. Uh, how oh. many char- is it? Five charges? I know it's uh, eight. Is it eight? Eight eight charges. Defrauded customers of FTX.com, which is of course the uh, the exchange that he founded. Uh, hello, everybody. We're 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 coming in hot. This is click this. He's Kevin. I'm Sean. It's the Kevin Ash podcast. I'm talking about yeah, a little uh, SDF. Just when I thought that you know I, I really had a grasp on this whole crypto thing that there was actually something that was legitimate and. You know, something that, that, that you could sink your teeth into. Uh, FTX uh, files for bankruptcy. Mm. I mean, it's just, I don't know. And, and then on, on top of all that, it's um, it's basically like, and I'm just going to call him SBF. Uh, he. Uh, He's over. You can. He Yeah, he, uh, he went out on like a kind of a junket. Uh, before you know, he got all the heat and just kind of said, "Like, gee, Willikers, I just really screwed this up business-wise." And th- th- all the all the news channels are like, "No, it's just massive fraud." Right. It's just <laughs> yeah. it, it's been here for a long time. Uh, d- can you bond out uh, in crypto, um, or or how do, how does the court take that? 
I don't think he's I don't think he's bondable because he's he's going to be extradited. But he's going to be extradited, right? Yeah. I also that hell of a look. Good look. You you bet you better have forty two two forty two billion dollars because that's you couldn't it couldn't get laid with forty two billion dollars. Ah, mm. uh, I yeah, I didn't realize this uh, that when you're extradited. Once you're extradited, they can't add charges. So they they give you everything on the front end. So this guy got everything on the front end. But you could probably plead down, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What uh, Manoff got like a hundred years, right? Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. He got like a hundred years, and he was like seventy nine when yeah. he. Yeah. Chances of. Run, I didn't run. see that movie. Did you see that movie where? Uh, yeah, I watched it. De-, De Niro, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the things that's been on my list for seven years. Uh, a lot more feedback uh, this week from more than uh, Mr. Bankman Freed. We have Michael Potter, who said, "Love from South Africa. So cool hearing Kev Sweet. speak about my country. Massive love to Mr. Oliver and Nash." Making my way to the States this year. Can't wait to try Jackknife and hopefully catch you at a convention. I, I wouldn't fly back home with it. I don't know what the penalty is in South Africa for having a little weed. Might be one of those deals where you, um, where Biden's got to get on the phone. Well, you're from there, so that'd be okay, I guess. CRPB says, I'm originally from New Jersey and can tell which is the New Jersey as fast as Nash can call a Florida man. It really is uncanny how you just know. Also, congrats on 100K, guys. See that? T was right, Kev. Yeah, he was. Italian 9101. Uh, how can I get info on stem cells for concussions? I'd like to try it. Uh, the two places that I've used uh, is a Chipsa. is down in uh, Tijuana. And um, Bio Accelerator is in uh, Medellin, Colombia. And I'm telling you right now, anybody that watched Biden do his first debate when he started running before he he, he came out and, and, and made the push in South Carolina, um, this is not the same human being. We, we say it every week, but I watched him the other day and it's just like he must be getting a bag of, of 400 million. <laughs> Every other day. I mean, it's just like unbelievable. You, yours were for the your knee and your neck, right? Was and, it? For, and I got, I, I got, um, I think about one hundred and fifty million in an IV, two different, seventy five, two different times uh, during the. Then everything else is just it's in uh, syringes, and like I got. My uh, my facets and my uh, cervicals in my neck. I got um, now. Those are direct injections. Yeah, direct injections into my neck, right into the right into the actual uh, cervical. Oh, how disc. does feel? You're kind of twilight. It, oh. I mean, you can feel pressure. You know, but um, I, I don't think I don't think it's anything like Ned Beatty felt, but. Uh, but and uh so 
so for concussions, this would be what? This would be like a general wash in in your... Uh... What happens is, um, so you, you get uh, a traumatic brain injury, and your brain gets thrown against your skull, and where that where the, that brain tissue hits, basically it, 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 it gets killed. I mean, it, it kills the brain cells. And when you look at a CT scan, you'll see black spots on the brain, usually in your frontal lobe. Mm. And, I mean, I don't know if people, it, 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 just pe- look up Jim McMahon. They used to be the, the Bears quarterback. The quarterback? He could, barely, he could barely even speak, and now he's, I mean, it's like night and day. I mean, the most, the probably the uh, the most incredible of all the ones that I've seen. And now, of course, I can't remember his name because I've got to pull it out of my ass. Brian the, Dennehy. No, he was the he was the he was the the first uh, 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 Hughes, the MMA fighter Hughes. Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes, Langston Hughes. Matt Hughes got he was in a uh like a, a a small pickup truck like a Ford Ranger and got hit by a, a locomotive and mm. got thrown like over and over and over and over and basically was they 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 put him in what they call a cocoon which is kind of like a a giant um hammock that you're just kind of yeah, and this is him. I don't, I don't know if, you, if 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 they've got anything if, if they've got anything we can show him now of, but he couldn't speak, move, walk. He couldn't do anything, and he went down and started with uh, that. This is with bioaccelerator, and I mean the last time I saw him, he was walking. Yeah, he was walking up the stairs. Uh, Without holding the railing, which is, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's just, it's mm. unbelievable. I mean, besides, you know, until until uh, we all decide that we're going to let Elon Musk make us the first artificial intelligence and put chips in our heads. But what uh, kind of um, what kind of money are we talking for this uh, for the process? Uh, you know, you can talk him down probably twenty five. Oh, all right. Yeah, probably twenty five. I mean, you got to pick up airfare, hotel, and everything else. And then, I mean, but, uh, you know. What will it do for hair growth? I'm looking for a little more up top. Um, can can stem well, cells in any way be involved? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they actually inject they inject stem cells into your scalp. Okay. Because that's a hell of a lot cheaper things to do than that. <laughs> little Rogaine, maybe? Try that yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ringspan, very happy that you guys were able to secure the 100K and get that plaque for T. So excited about uh, attaining it. I'd like to think there was a little of that higher power magic involved. As for Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, there was more than two. They did Silver Streak. We forgot about that one. Silver Streak. That was my favorite. Oh, no, then Stir Crazy, we forgot. And, yeah. and, and then see, see No Evil, Hear No Evil. He mentions three. Silver Streak, the one Nash reference where Wilder pretends to be a black dude in jail. Then Stir Crazy, 1980. Then See No Evil, Hear No Evil, 1989. He says their best and funniest pairing by far with Pryor as a blind man. Okay, so we did leave one out there. They had three together. 
Marty Crown Hart, OMG, crying, laughing at Freddie Blassie calling the judge a pencil neck geek. A lot of people like that. A lot of comments on the Iron Sheik's uh, testimonial video where his coworkers. That uh, looked like a, like a 1970s, <laughs> 70 Night Live skit of that actually happening with the people coming in and, and, and doing, you know, like doing a skit. Like a night court for, like wrestler's court. Yes, yeah, basically. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. That was quite a good one. You take Skolan out of that, and it's just a shit show. All right. Bobby was okay for five minutes, and then, then he, he, got, he got crazy. Uh, Gene. Gene also. Gene, Gene, Gene was good. Yeah. Gene did Cosro a, a solid there. Yeah. Um, I feel like I might have asked him about that. I feel like the first time I saw that was on a U-shoot where we played it for him uh, and got Kaz's reaction. Uh, Steve, you can look online somewhere and see if um, faulty memory about that. DSN-274. Nobody is saying that guys who take PEDs don't work hard, aren't disciplined, or that they're bad people. The only problem is when they proclaim they're natural and that sets expectations for how men's bodies should look when you work out without taking PEDs. Like Nash, Rogan has admitted that he takes steroids, and I think that is a noble thing to do. But it's, see, the, people call it steroids. And even though testosterone is an anabolic steroid, it's what our body, it's like, if you're lacking in, in testosterone, to me, a, a steroid would be like D-ball. Like like good old-fashioned oral D-ball, you know, something that's highly androgenic that you're going to take, that you're going to put size on. You're, if you take one cc of testosterone and you're 45 years old and you take one cc at 200 milligrams a week, you're not going to, you're not going to be jacked. You might lose a little bit of your drum. Your blood work will be better. You're not going to get jacked. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Ain't going to happen. Now, testosterone replacement therapy is, is something that can be prescribed. Uh, and see, the thing with steroids is if you're in my age bracket where you were alive when steroids were, um, it was like DECA, right? What, what, what were your choices? You had, you had DECA, uh, Diana, D- uh, Diana Ball. What the, what the fuck was this? Yeah, D-Ball. Yeah. Right. So you're shooting a horse fucking uh testosterone that was equipoise into your ass right so there was that and now where i'm gonna say doctors but medical companies have extracted and can treat decreasing testosterone we all know this happens in men a certain age it's different so it, I don't think that so when they say PEDs, they're talking about an amount. And correct me if I'm wrong. They're talking per, about an amount that would affect your ability to swing a bat, throw a ball. They're not talking about the guy who's no. fifty who wants a hard on like he was thirty. That ain't gonna just get happen. blue chew. That ain't gonna happen. I mean that that's not probably gonna happen. Well, testosterone is 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 it'll help in, some. It'll help testes. some, but. Yeah, it, it, if anything, it's gonna it's gonna shut that. Unless you then you have to take HCG. I mean, it's it, there's a process of everything that you do. 
to uh, if, you, if these if, if a guy th- my favorite thing is I tell a guy what's your what's your test level I have no idea when was the last time you had your blood work done I don't I can't remember and then he, he sees a guy walk by and that's in shape and he immediately goes oh he's he's on he's on gas he's juiced this guy's juiced he's just like what if a he's got good genetics b he's disciplined c his diet is is impeccable i mean it's there's so many things i'm still over 300 pounds my body fat is around 12% and i take a cc every week i mean I weighed 317 pounds is, is when I was diesel, uh, and I was clean. Uh, for three years, I tested. I was tested by Dr. D. Pascal. I never one time was. I, I, I didn't take. I didn't take. And I didn't take anabolic steroids all through my WCW run. Dr. Mauro D. Pasquale, you uh, just referenced. Yes, I think he was the guy when I was in high school, or maybe college. And I was working out, you know, you could see I might have fallen off a little bit. I think he's the dude that wrote the anabolic diet. And it was about how to, I'm going to paraphrase, how to get the effects of what steroids do to your muscles entirely by diet and workout. I'll confirm that he was the one that wrote that. But I, I think, think he, he did. I think he did. And uh, you could see it worked. Um, Bob Miller said, there it is. Okay, so I had that. That's actually me. I I posed for the cover. Um, This is by far the best wrestling podcast going. Not too far behind Rogan and closing as the best podcast in history. Clearly, Bob Miller. That's very kind. Should run for office. Got my vote. You know, we um, a lot of people are calling our show uh, a Nostradamus effect because our last episode was about morality clauses. It aired a day before Mandy Rose's firing hits the news, which appears to be a result of one of those clauses, right? Apparently, she had a um, one of those online fan accounts, not one that advertises with us, um, and uh, was putting out her content, risque, can we call it? Um, and uh, and she was let go for violation of the uh, what WWE would consider uh, acceptable behavior for the company. Um, I remember seeing some Playboys, Kev. I don't know, 90s, 2000s? Different era. Is that what it is? It comes down to the societal... It comes down to the... the, Just the absolute loss on a daily basis of more and more freedoms. Freaking believable. But this this all goes back to what we talked about. That 65th clause in your in the contract they handed to you that says, or 
We can fire you for one through sixty-four, or or anything, or no, yeah, or no reason whatsoever, including showing your uh, showing a nipple. No, you know what? It was it was a different uh, it was a different time. Oh, do you have any of the content there, Steve? Oh, it's thirty bucks for the content, huh? Okay. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So I just don't see, if, if, and I've read some things about it. They, they use the term soft core. Right. So, I mean, there's stuff on even Instagram, you know, that's, is, is I would consider soft core. But I think nudity is where the line is crossed. Like, I, I don't think on social media, any of the social media accounts like IG or, or Twitter, can you have actual nudity? Whereas I think soft core, it would be nudity, just no insertion of objects of any kind. So when we go back to the create the, the painting on the Sistine Chapel of mm. of, uh, of soft core, that would be that would be yeah, yeah. Well, where's that finger headed? Is the question. And uh, as long as we don't, well, we don't know. Capture the insertion. We're, right, we're we suggesting, we kind of like a Balenciaga uh, cover, uh, Ed. But you know what? We talked about Playboy, and we said, okay, you know, Sable and, and, and China, and that was a different time. It was. But you know what wasn't a different time? The chairman of the board, fucking a bunch of employees, while the uh, CEO wife was also working for the company. So we're talking about morality, right? And I, I think... Vince was cleared, and I saw. Is there talk of a return? Well, I think it, I see, and I disagree because that's not that's. It wasn't like he was filming the sex acts that he was having. That was that was between consenting adults. He no, I didn't say it was a crime. I didn't say no. That. I think it's I think it's apples and oranges. I think one really? is yeah. But but yeah. let's say you're responsible for policing the morality of your company. A tasteful, nude model versus a guy fucking a bunch of employees in the company when his wife is CEO down the hall. I think my problem with the whole thing is it's like these fan onlys and all these other things, and they catch some teacher who's making thirty-eight grand, and it's always the principal that just happens to come across her page. You know, hey, wait a minute, that's Carol. You know, so and that's my problem. It's like if 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 you're a ten ninety nine, if she's in her wrestling gear and she's got the NXT belt, absolutely crosses the line. If right. she's her, and I guarantee you that 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 person that that's on that picture is the same one that's in her driver's license. And I guarantee you, the check that gets paid to that person is not to to man to the the wrestling name, right? 
You know, well, but and, and we come back to the independent contractor question. I just think that's I think that's again and again. That's the, that's the thing is this is you're either an independent contractor or you're not. If, okay, if I if I you know I, I I'll never forget one of my my favorite lines I heard Scott Hall say was he was he, before he he made his decision to leave uh, WWE and, and go to uh, back to WCW. He said to Vince, he said, can I go to Japan and work, to, you know, 20 days? No. Can I do this? No. Can I do this? No. He goes, he goes how about on that merchandise you move that decimal point one yeah. over? You know? He said, that's going to help my family more than it's going to hurt yours. No. And he was just like, so there's nothing, like, there's nothing that, that you guys can do to meet me. Like, as soon as I, you get to Japan, I'll need you here. And that's when Scott said, fuck it. Like, he's, he doesn't want to work with me, so I'll just go. Mm -hmm. And he left. And in this case, obviously she's not making it. I don't think that M Mandy would, would, uh, would, if she was making seven figures, would be, sub like, doing anything to sub like, subsidize her, uh, employment and her income uh as she's doing right now obviously she's not making enough money so and and you just can't preclude someone from doing something that's in not regards illegal. to your company if if they're not an employee and and, and it's and it's not she's not doing it's not like she's a prostitute it's not like she's you know, she's not doing anything that's against the law. If, you know, being, a, be, if she goes to, to Spain and walks on the beach naked, it's it, she's not breaking any laws there. No. Uh, and, you know, I haven't seen any of it. I'm assuming they're all, you know, nude photos or topless photos or something like that, right? And there's even a difference, you know, Paige, who was let go, that video that was at, I mean, she's, I mean, was it Xavier Woods? I mean, she's being split from ass to elbow by that rope. You know, that's 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 a different ball game. I think. I think you could probably make a morality case. You know, if you're making dolls and marketing them to girls, maybe make a case with that. But I don't know. Topless photos? What the fuck? What, what year is this? Where, where are we? This is very. Um, this is very puritanical. Yeah, I think what they should do is is instead of getting rid of her, is put her in those. Stock gimmick. Oh, a stockade. Yeah, like the the pilgrims. I right. go back. I go back to the the, the pilgrims once again. <laughs> All goes back to the pilgrims. All the problems, right? And you know they started anal. I have to, I was just gonna give it a butthole reference, probably it, in yeah. the stockade. Yeah, right? it was. It uh, wasn't. It wasn't the Greeks. You know. No. It's funny. I did the twenty-three in me, right? To see maybe there's something interesting, right? I'm like, maybe there's going to be something in my genetic makeup that could be, you know, exotic or interesting. It's all fucking. I mean, you look at the map, and it's like I just I, when people look like, oh, let me see. I go, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just sorry because you're going to ask me to apologize for a lot of shit here, but it's it's all Europe. It's all Northern Europe. Do you ever do that? Do you ever do any, any of the uh, the DNA deals? Yeah, I, my my mine goes like from like an, an astronomical amount of Neanderthal 
mm. into a big blob of Iceland. I wouldn't have guessed. And that's that's basically I I it's <laughs> all about as pure pure blood Viking as you can be. Yeah, right. So again, you you're gonna be asked to apologize for a lot of stuff. Uh, Leif Erickson, I had nothing to do with him. Did you know Twitch from uh the Very Ellen well show? Yeah. Yeah. You did the movie, right? Yeah, we did yeah, we did XXL. The hell's the deal there? If anyone that doesn't know, I'm talking no. about the musician yeah. on uh, yeah. Ellen's uh the DJ on yeah. Ellen's show who appears this is very new, appears to have killed himself. It, it was it was a suicide. I don't know the I don't know the specifics of it right now, but it was a suicide. I know it happened at a hotel room in Los Angeles. Um, he was 40, had three children. Is he a good guy? Oh, God, great guy. I feel blessed. I mean, it's just uh, to, to have known him the this, this short time that I did on, on set, day in and day out. I think we were together probably 10 weeks. Did you hear about it? Uh, did you hear about it on the news today? I, no, I, I, woke, I woke up and I had a, a, a group text of all the guys. Oh, you keep in contact with the uh Yeah, that that were yeah, you 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 you, know, you you walk into a uh a dressing room and they hand you a couple of thongs and you go go and start having dance practice with a bunch of guys you don't know. You bond pretty damn quick. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else it's, it's cold in here, right? <laughs> so, um what you a dad! What a dad, man! That dude, that dude could dance. Oh my god! Yeah, unbelievable. Well, the same said about you when I tell people you were in the film. Yeah, they remember Tarzan's moves. Yeah, Tarzan. You know, it's funny. Someone said to me the other day, <clears throat> he was the guy with the leg brace. So that story you told on here about oh, yeah. losing the leg brace or keeping it did it was memorable. That was smart yeah. by uh, what's his name? Soderbergh. Yeah. Soderbergh. Yeah. You know. uh, if I told you a couple of weeks ago you could own a piece of Twitter, you'd think maybe I was talking about buying some stock, right? But this week, just the other day, Elon cleaning house. When they talk about a fire sale, they're not kidding. Twitter has uh, contracted with, uh, what's the name of the auction house? Is it uh, HQ? HGP, excuse me. HDP auction house. They are auctioning off. Those chairs from the Nuremberg trial? I or? I, they do not look comfortable. No. But I'd be into some of those espresso gimmicks there. So what they're doing, for anyone who didn't see this, they're auctioning off a bunch of stuff from the corporate headquarters uh, out in uh, in Silicon Valley. And uh, I think have it's an, San Francisco. Do you, have, do you have an espresso machine? I do. I do. If I want it's too it's too much work. It's it's some work, but you got to be into that. Yeah. You got to be into the grind, the fineness of the grind. Um, I, I mean, I used to. I remember I used to grind my beans and do the French press, and you know, the, yeah, there's a smoothness to it. But it's like fuck it. I'll drive to McDonald's and go through the drive-through window. And, and, and yes, of course. But there's there's I mean, a little satisfaction in in. Uh, putting the work in now see those are very intricate machines see, the, all the bidding is starting i believe at 25 dollars if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah um hey listen 
Uh, they're taking, People I, might ignore I, this. You might be able to nail it for 25. I, I actually heard they're taking crypto. Did you? <laughs> Take my crypto, please. What, uh, you know, when a company's going, uh, is in financial uh, uh, straits, uh, as, as Twitter may be. He dropped the number two. He's behind the guy from SD Lauder now. In, uh, in wealth. In wealth. Uh, I guess Twitter did that to him. But um, no, it's Tesla. Now, in the in the in the in the waning days of WCW, what could they have auctioned off to save the company? Maybe, maybe the Oz, like the that eleven soft that was sticking out of the top of. No, that thing head. was already that thing was already in Osaka. It was already in in, in a in a sports bar in Osaka by then. <laughs> I walked into the sports bar. It's me and Bischoff and and Sonny Ono, and they got in a glass case. They got Liger's mask and and the Oz gimmick, and they're spinning with lights on them in this little sports bar. Wow. And all they show is pro wrestling in this place. So we go in this little bar, and Eric says, hey, man, if you want that, I'll buy it for you. I said, are you kidding me? I said, this thing's enshrined, man. Let it, let it, let it ride, man. Let it ride. I said, oh, I'm, I'm sitting there with and, Jushin Liger's yeah, mask. With with Liger's. I'm like, no. No, let that thing sit right where it's at. How about Shockmaster's broken wall? Maybe some pieces from the uh when Fred Ottman fell through the wall. Just the two by four that somebody laid across the bottom, the bottom. so he could make sure that he caught his, his feet on it. But yeah, they didn't, they didn't. They didn't go vertical with those for some reason. They uh, they ran the beams horizontal. That's incredible. Yeah, unbelievable, dude. We we're not we're not partitioning off a basement. Okay, we're doing a skit. Did you hear? Um, you hear? I heard a term and I kind of chuckled at it, but then I read it and it was a little uh, it was a little intense. Stiff person syndrome. Apparently, Celine oh, Dion yeah. has been diagnosed with this stiff person syndrome. So, do you want to do you want to hear the the um, the? It's not an eleven soft joke. No, no. This is the this is the propaganda. So, Steve, you're going to have to look this up. That when somebody is tortured, their body, uh, if they're being tortured or killed or whatever. Their bodies secrete something. See if you can find out. I think it starts with an E. See if you can find out what that is. Okay. So anyway, so uh, supposedly what has happened is since Epstein and that, and that crazy whatever her name, what was it, Maxwell? Is that Maxwell. her name? Maxwell, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so since that whole uh, uh, culture club that was hanging out in the uh, British Virgin Islands got got split up. Um, but they were doing. Uh, not only could you you know go out and pick pick up you know, the pedophilia, you know, human trafficking and all the other shit, but they were also torturing uh, the. Um, let me see. I am. I am. Is that what, what is? It? I don't know what that is. It, is that what it is? I am a. You this, see the, sec there? the secretion we're talking about? Yeah, is that what it's called? But anyway, they're saying that that it 
what it does if you if you drink the blood right after that the person's killed that it, it, it's like it's like supercharges your system and they're saying that she hasn't had it in two years and now she that's the side effects are that her immune system's shutting down because she's used to having this I mean, this is all, of course, bullshit. This, this, is, the Q, is, this is the QAnon energy drink that's going to be. Yes, out, so. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I, I was, I was actually told that I was, I was told this, uh, and it was like, I mean, the person wasn't smiling when they were telling me. It was like, of course, you know this, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, obviously, yeah. Fuck this. This is. I mean, here I am looking. At, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. And I don't even know what the fuck it is. So, Kev, uh, what do you think next week? We do something special here. We'll be here regular time. Everyone here is gonna is gonna get a brand new spanking new show on uh, Monday. Um, but maybe for our friends on our new friends on ad free shows. You can all go to adfreeshows.com and subscribe to a subscription level and get some bonus content in addition to the ad-free shows. You get uh, you get some special stuff. Why don't we do a live taping of this show next week um, for the uh, for the ad-free folks? So they can hang out with us for a little bit? Yeah, because, you know, we have the pre-show meeting, which is always very serious. It's oh, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, a pretty intense. Uh, it's like it's like a uh, it's like a, a skull session. Um, you know, they could we could let them in a little early for the pre-show meeting, and they could sit through the taping, and maybe at the end for Ask Nash, uh, instead of just the the tweeted questions, uh, we'll we'll mix them with some some live questions from folks. What do you think? I think we should do that. I'll do it. All right. So I want everybody on ad-free shows to look for that. We will give you the time and login info and steve you can handle all that stuff um we'll let a live audience in here kind of like a like a live studio audience taping of family ties or friends or something like that see how the magic is made get to sit through our piss breaks and i was trying to find that whatever that that substance was i couldn't find it um they're looking someone will have it on probably on youtube I would say, and they'll probably just make it up and in some way tie it to the fact that you're a libtard. Seems to be the mo there. All right, so we'll let you know about the uh, the live tapings. I just, week. you know, I, I just I, I hang around a lot of libtards, and I just don't like. Wouldn't you think, like, especially like on me, if I was like a big, big baby baby blood drinker, I think I'd have a hell of a time getting the stain out of my uh, my beard. I just, I'm just saying, it's just, you know. Well, you wash it with that special secretion when someone's tortured. That gets stained uh, out of everything, I heard. Uh, I read that. I wrote it down. And then me I and Tom it. Hanks, too, have the same birthday. Um, <clears throat> all right, stiff one of the week. Uh, folks, it would not be a stiff one if we don't talk about how to get the stiffest one you can. And, guys, you know I'm talking about Blue Chew. It is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets under a fraction of the cost. You know, I was listening to the other day, I was listening to Joey Diaz's podcast, and he starts off with the, with a motherfucking blue chew, eh? 
Get that fucking dick ready to sling, baby. Chew some blue chew. He was going berserk. I can't match that level, but I can tell you that you can take these motherfuckers. You can take these motherfuckers anytime, day and night. You plan ahead, be ready whenever the opportunity arises. <laughs> the process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you're going to be slinging dick in no time, baby. You'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Um, and they are made here in the USA. They are shipped to you, packaged discreetly to your door. And uh, here's the best part, guys. We're going to give you a month for free. Okay? What do you got to lose? If you can benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. Have better sex, baby. We're here. We got a special deal for the listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code NASH to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. All right. Stiff one of the week. You know what? I got to say this. Yes, Jesse. You No, you. <laughs> I'm going to try to do I'm going to try to oh. do him. You can fuck all the girls in the world. All you need is three motherfuckers. You ever see that uh, J- Joey on fucking, uh, it's on, oh, it's on something. He comes across on my Instagram if I go through the reels. He's, he's all you need is three mother, all you need is three motherfuckers to take over, three badass motherfuckers to take over the world. Like, probably three of them, three of them will do it. Especially, see. especially bum rushing McCartney and, McConnell. <laughs> well, now there's okay. Then now there's a Joey Diaz impression that we can add to the year-end awards. We'll tell you guys about this shortly. <clears throat> you know, we have to. Every respectable wrestling organization, uh, uh, wrestling media uh, outlet has year-end awards. So we're gonna have our five-star, uh, five-dildo uh, year-end awards coming soon. So get ready for that. A lot of good stuff on the horizon, everybody. Stick with us here. All right, the stiff one of the week. This one is, you remember Casey Kasem? Yeah. He used to do the American American Top 40. And uh, so here's an incredible outtake. Uh, this is Casey Kasem shooting on, uh, I guess, the studio engineers, but also up-tempo songs that he has to, that he has to read a sad dedication after coming out of an up-tempo song let's hear a little and casey was always that 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 very that the sound of american radio right that that smooth voice of american radio well here's casey Kasem as you've never heard him before our long distance dedication and this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand whether we have kids or pets or neither it's from a man in cincinnati ohio and here's what he writes Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, one of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? 
Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody who uses fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Casey Kasem. I want to know what the pictures were that he was waiting for. Was it Mandy Rose? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's, you know. Uh, yeah, but you know what? That's one of those deals where it's, everybody is that person. Sometimes, somewhere in your life, man, it just, it's like you just say uncle, man. You just go off. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, how many fucking mornings in a row did he look at those ears and just let it go? Just let it go. Let it go. And then that morning he probably said, why the fuck are my ears like LBJs? And why the fuck are they playing this up-tempo shit? And, but come on, dude, you're going into Snuggles the dog. It's not somebody's, like, it would mean a lot to me if you, come on, it's Snuggles the dog. You can't blow a gasket on that case. No, I think it's, it's a bit much. Yeah. It was all over the time. It was, it was a little diva-esque. Yeah. It was a little Patty LaBelle right there for you. I always loved pictures of him and his wife. You know when there's a real, obviously, like, odd celebrity match. Can we get a little, um, I think God, Jean, wasn't she, wasn't Jean she Kasem? I think Jean and... She was and, very blonde, like, much younger. Big, blonde, buxom, like, towered over him. He was this, like, little ashy... It was almost like Aykroyd's wife. Here we go. Let's see. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Love. Love comes in many different forms. All right. Thanks to today's sponsor, Fansly. Fansly has the adult content that you crave by creators you already know and plenty you don't even know about yet. What's your taste? Vanilla? You want something a little non-vanilla? Weird combination? Hey, it's cool with them. Fansly has a whole algorithm dedicated to finding new content and creators that you would be into. Fansly allows you to discover and support a huge number of creators. You never know who's going to be on there. Think about that. That uh, that busty college professor you wish you had some x-ray glasses to wear in class? Fansly might just be those x-ray glasses for you, buddy. See what's going on under that sweater. Feet pics, water sports, whatever you're into, Fansly is too. They have a broad array of things from vanilla to kinky. Hundreds of thousands of creators, literally. You don't know what you're into? Don't worry. Fansly's going to figure it out with their discoverability algorithm. Think TikTok, but like much more awesome. Looking for something safe for work? Listen, they've got that too. They've got content for every time of day. Maybe you want to get started as a content creator yourself. Start a small business. Fansly's going to make it easy for you to do that. From the comfort of your bedroom, shower, kitchen table, in the back seat, wherever you bring that camera, um, they're going to help you grow this business okay they're dedicated to supporting your journey they're going to help you make money they're going to help you grow the community takedowns of leaked content they're going to be with you every step of the way and show you how to grab that bag baby they are dedicated to providing a safe and reliable platform for content creators just like you might be hey but you just want to lurk that's what it's all about baby go to fansly.com slash promo slash nash for a free extended trial subscription to one of their favorite content creators. Okay, just use 
code NASH at checkout. All the content on fansly.com. Who knows what you're going to find? You, know, you might even find your neighbor. Feet pics from your neighbor, Jenna. How about that, huh? Again, that is fansly.com slash promo slash NASH. Promo code is NASH. Thank you, Fansly. Uh, Kev's going to defend his uh, stellar record. It would be it would oh, be an boy. MMA Hall of Fame record <laughs> if he was in the octagon for a Florida man or Jersey guy. That. Two headlines, one a Florida man, one a Jersey guy. Kev's going to try to decipher which is which. Okay, first one, and boy, we're going to talk about this one. Man arrested after having public sex with a dog and damaging a church nativity scene. And convicted man convicted man said he didn't know Congress met in the Capitol, so he couldn't have it intended on obstruction. Man arrested after having public sex with a dog damaging a church nativity scene. And convicted man said he didn't know Congress met in the, met in the Capitol, so he couldn't have intended obstruction. Well, I... Florida's too red to, to allow a nativity scene. So I'm going to say that I, I got to go with the Florida man with the with the insurrection and the Jersey guy fucking the dog. We got you this week. Kevin. Ah. We got you this Fucking week. the dog should have been should have told me it was Florida. Right, but you hear the insurrection, right? So you naturally you go yeah, to you right. got, it's it's hard. <clears throat> nope. A Florida man was arrested after having sex with a dog in front of families, wrecking a nativity scene at a nearby church and attempting to steal a vehicle. I didn't know, like, was the nativity scene destroyed while the fucking of the dog? Like, was it like wild dog sex and like, you know. Tail and and leash flying around, knocking the Virgin Mary down into the three wise men. Who we know what up. happened. We know what happened to Snuggles now. <clears throat> right, exactly. Boom. <laughs> Chad Mason. <laughs> we came. We came out of an up tempo song, and Chad Mason <laughs> was Can't... hitting hitting it dog style. Um, shit, man! I'm up against got trying to get his shit tight. <laughs> it was a golden doodle dog. He was taking it out for a walk in the apartment complex at the uh, 2600 block of McMullen Booth Road at around 4.30 p.m. on Sunday, Clearwater Police said. He then began having sex with the dog in front of multiple adults and a child who was under 16 years old. Um, um, at which point, when he was confronted, he uh, began to knock over a nativity display and break several potted plants and throw children's toys from a playground area. Okay. I wonder how, many, how many times that guy was sodomized first month in? Oh, once he hit, uh, once he hit prison. Yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, yeah, the gentleman uh, from New Jersey. <clears throat> he might have, he might have just, did, he might have just. Did, I bet you, I bet you that guy did a year. The dog guy. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. So let's go to Cong to uh, to Jersey here for the uh, Cong. Take a look at this guy, folks. Let's see here. If you didn't think there were issues before, um, here is. Timothy Hale Cusinelli. This is a photo taken at the trial. He um, he said that he didn't know Congress met in the U.S. Capitol. 
and so therefore could not have intended to disrupt the electoral vote. He didn't come up. Let's see. I think Steve was having a pop-up issue there. Um, Let's see. uh, It looked like he was about to go DEFCON 3. Timothy... uh, Timothy Hale Cousinelli. Does the guy look like Adolf Hitler? Yes, he's got, yeah. Oh, he, I mean, he's really, I mean, not, he's going for the look. Oh, and he's auditioning for the for the role, for the Mein Kampf miniseries, yeah. which See, is coming. That that would that would have definitely, uh, wow. <laughs> That's all you can say, right? Yeah. Folks, look for a picture of Mr. Uh, Cousinelli out there if you're listening. Mr. Cousinelli, put do me a favor and pick one. Yeah, it could be a pick a hand. Not pick the category for the year end awards, I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I think he I think he's gonna suck one. We were talking about some news stories uh the other day, Kev, and we somehow got off on what the newscasters make today. And I'm talking about like some of the talking head bozos on at nine o'clock at night. I'm not even uh. talking about like the the nightly news or or the uh, like 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 a weekend new like Sunday news mag. I'm not talking about sixty minutes. I'm talking about all the yo yos. And then we started talk. We started comparing it to 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 prove that it's entertainment. We were like, we were like you were like yeah you know what fucking Troy Aikman makes. So we're comparing it to like sportscasters, and we're seeing that today we are absolutely dealing with. News as entertainment. That's it. That's it. It's straight. What they, hey, let's take Walter Cronkite. We can all agree that Walter Cronkite was probably like the gold standard in, you know, where your parents got reliable information. It was a voice of authority. As I always say, that it was it was the voice that told us that we were going to lose the Vietnam War. I remember, I remember he was the one that said... So and so time at Parkland Hospital, President John F. Kennedy was pronounced dead. Right. I mean, all those. And then, on, and when, as you grew up as a kid in Detroit, he was the guy that said, you know, that would always say, you know, it, it's uh, outside of so and so, and you're in. The only difference is. You are there. You Remember are that? there. Yes. Remember that? Was that his deal? Yeah, yeah, he did the you were there. But it was but it was like that. It was you had a handful of these guys, and I'm not being sexist, they were guys at the time. Um and they were authority. They were trusted. There was no questioning whether what Walter Cronkite was telling you was spun or whether it was fake news or whatever. It was there was authority to these guys and But you all, and you also had Every major, like we had uh, Detroit Free Press in the morning and the Detroit News at night, so it was all backed up by. I mean, like there was different. You know, it wasn't uh, two conglomerates. You know, the Washington Post and the New York. You know, two two papers in in the in in the world, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, it's like you actually got news from the Sheboygan Times. So, but, but the, my point is that you, if you were paying for news, you're, you're in charge of CBS news, right? You'd, you'd make Cronkite one of the highest, 
paid people on television. You would think the highest, yeah. Yeah. So here's what, let's go to the news first. Let's look at, well, you know what, I want to compare. Let's see. We got to go Walter first. We got to give his salary first. Okay, his salary in 1981, his peak salary was in 1981, and it was a million dollars for the year. In today's money, it's 2.1. Okay, let's just keep that in mind. We're saying he's the gold standard of news, uh, not questioned, depending on what political party you're in. He was the gold standard for news. 2.1 million in today's money. Okay. Let's go to today's. Um, I'm going to throw out a name. Anderson Cooper, big name, right? CNN, newscaster, but also a bit of a personality, right? Yes, yes. Starts blending now. Now he starts to, to get He does. He, he brings he brings in the uh, the New Year. Yes, with, him with and uh, Cohen. I watch them now. They're so goddamn funny. I actually, I, I miss K- uh, Kathy Gr- Griffin. Oh, yeah. She was out. She was out of her mind. Um, Anderson Cooper, twelve million a year, which I think is low for him. Well, because he's a yeah, right, he's across a bunch of things for the network, right? So yeah. he's got the he's got the evening show, and he right. So he also probably does a lot of those documentaries he hosts too and stuff. Um, Sean Hannity, forty. You're absolutely correct. Forty million. Forty million dollars. Diane that's Le- Sawyer. That's LeBron money. It totally is. Um, Diane Sawyer. Now, this is as of when did she finish? Nin- Nineteen twenty nineteen, maybe. She was she was up there, right? Yeah. Was she forty? No. Thirty. Twenty two. Okay, who is it? Bar- what was Barbara Walters high? Well, see, that's probably going to be a, a view, like when she was. Oh yeah. Part of the view. When she was on just twenty twenty, I'm I'm not sure. I, I wonder though. Yeah. Um, Stephanopoulos. 10? 15. Well. Okay. Joe Scarborough. Uh, Morning Joe, he takes off the last two hours. I'd say he does 8 to 12. Yeah, 8. 8? Yeah. Uh, Maria Bartiromo. Uh, six. Ten. Ten? Yeah. This is news. All right, so now let's go to sports. First of all, who's the highest sports? Um, I'll call him sportscaster because it's... This is my... This, this is, is a little, this is a little my, broad here. This too. is my favorite fact when I looked at this, <laughs> is if Brady had not came back to quarterback the, the Bucks. He was going to go to the color spot, and his salary was going to be thirty-eight five. This is for a year. Thirty-eight five coming out of the shoot, and and I, I I don't I mean in Kevin Nash's universe, you take the thirty-eight five. I don't care how competitive I am. I'm taking thirty-eight five and sitting in a booth. Oh yeah, retire right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a smart move initially, you might think, right? Because everyone's going to tune in. Brady's, he's the, he'll be the, the highest profile retiree, uh, superstar quarterback, looked good. 
Uh, maybe he's eloquent. Who knows? So, yeah, people are going to tune in out of curiosity. After a year of Brady, you're going to have to follow up to 38 with the same or more. Oh, yeah. So that, that that's a death knell for them. They're never going to be able to pay a five-year contract for well, someone like Brady getting 38 out of the shoe. Who offered him that? What network? It was crazy. Uh, I, I think it was Fox. Ugh. I might be wrong, but for some, I can't see CBS doing it. Didn't CBS, didn't CBS, which one didn't have, oh, NBC didn't have football for a while. They lost their football rights. That's right. why the, that's why the uh, XFL came in. That's right. XFL was, was on uh, NBC. And NBC, then yeah. NBC landed the Sunday night games first and, yeah. and then uh, worked their way back in. Um Troy, 7.5. I was surprised. That seemed low to me. I thought he made more than that. I thought he made like 15. I thought thought that he made, no, he makes, I think Aikman makes 18 and Romo makes 15. Well, I have Romo at 18 here. I think, I think, I want to think that, uh, I wanted to think that, um, It's funny it's both cowboy quarterbacks, right? One and a half. Wow, Romo Romo did all right. Have a jersey upstairs. You want it? No. Um, let's see. I, Troy Aikman. I, Salary. I had him at seven five, but maybe. Uh yeah, you're right. Averages out to eighteen. So this yeah. that that's an older one. Okay. And that's ESPN, right? Which is ABC, right? <clears throat> uh, Strahan. I know he makes. God, he's in that ballpark. Fifteen. Yeah, seventeen. Okay. Plus he's plus he's got that morning show and. Yeah, I mean, he's that, that's a working dude, man. Can you believe it? It's finally here. It's the most wonderful time of the year, unless you get stressed out about how to pay for it. Savewithconrad.com can help you make this the best Christmas ever. You won't make a house payment for the next two months. That's right. Skip your next two house payments and use all that cash for your extra holiday expenses. And come next year, you're going to have a lower monthly payment. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Pay your credit card debt off at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Savewithconrad.com. But so in... We started talking about this because we were talking about the coverage that um, that Griner was getting for being released, um, and only until you t- I did not know until you told me about um, what's his name who's still in uh who's still the one still uh, in, big in the big. cell uh. The uh, Marine guy, the Marine, <laughs> and uh, and and his flash drive in his pocket, yeah, I, and his documents, and, 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 and showing and showing up at the Russian border with eighty thousand dollars in his, because we all do that, um, and how kind of the the apples and oranges comparison between the two was, and why there had to be a little more discussion, um, in Washington. Well, the thing that killed me was there was this backlash of. Uh, I put some. I just said, 
and I didn't say anything besides there's like there's no information on, on a Paul Whelan guy. So the only thing, so I just I said fuck it, let me just look up on Wikipedia. So I go on Wikipedia. Like one of the first things I, I see is that he has filled out like uh, basically a resume, and it goes back and he says that he worked for a police department. I want to think it might be Clarkson, Michigan, and like a sheriff's, like Shelby County Sheriff's in, in Michigan. The police department said he did work for them, but not in any kind of a patrol role. Was something very and, and the and, and the sheriff's department has no knowledge, recollection, or records of him ever working. So then I find out that he has four different passports to four different countries. Okay, and you've got stacks of the currency next to it. What is this fucking Matt Bourne? <laughs> so all right, so. Important it's, actually, all, it's actually Jason Bourne, but I wanted to say Matt. Important to the story, all of this, right? Yeah. So I hear it from you. It was in the Saturday or Sunday Times, not as the headline, though, but in the middle of the re- the negotiation and release story, they mentioned this. Um, and, and, and I'm frustrated, and then I say, you know what? You're a moron for being frustrated. News is entertainment now. The sexy story was the basket was the Absolutely. basketball girl being released. I mean, so, I mean, BBC, which you, it, very straight, very bland, very dry, very very newsy, unsexy, and you know what? For the majority of this country, unlistenable, unwatchable, unlistenable because it's straight news. I think it's the only goddamn thing I'm going to listen to from. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like to me, it's it, it, sometimes it's sometimes the um, the anchor's personality pulls. There's only like there's only so much of certain people that I can take. Like when you're like I, I only take so much of Rachel Maddow. I can only take so much of Hannity. I can only take so much Laura Engel, Tucker Carlson, you know. Because these are all personalities. Yeah, and there's only so much I can I, I, I can I can take of it. And um but my whole thing was on this on the on the on the uh Grimes things was so you you're they keep going with the narrative that this man is a Marine, this man is a Marine, this man is a Marine. Well, when I was in the service, I wasn't a Marine, but I, I mean, I'm going to stay in the gulag and let the lady go home. You know, I mean, I'm going to let the lady go home. And of course, you know, God forbid if you're six foot nine and you can dunk a basketball because that that absolutely takes away from. And then you're married to a woman. All all these things, you know. But the, the the reason all these, the reason that how is that news? Because she does fit those categories. She's a black athlete. She's gay. Um, 
But at the same at the same time that she's being released, we're we're, we're legislation is is signing same sex marriage. Like, good luck finding it. Yeah, I it's it's like a blip. And I, I I did the same thing you did. I said, so did this happen today, or is this old news? Like, I thought it was an op-ed. I I was scrolling. I did the same thing. And it was like, I was like, what? Out of control. I thought, I see just the, the headline about same-sex marriage waiting to be signed. And uh, I, I thought it was an op-ed piece because it was buried. Yeah. It was buried in the feed. And I was on, I can't say, I don't know if I was on CNN for sure, but uh, it might have been Washington Post. I think it popped up and uh, I, was looking f- I was looking for the... Um, uh, more info on the Marine, and uh, no, it wasn't. It was the immigration story. Oh, the immigration thing is, is completely out of control. I mean, I, I I just don't, I don't see how, and I actually did the math on it. Mm-hmm. So if you, um, let's just round it out and say they, they brought in a hundred thousand IRS agents. I think that's what they they were they they hired so, so they could, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, get more of the t- the taxes, but if we're letting in two point five million people across the border, like wouldn't that hundred thousand people do more good as border patrol than it? <laughs> I mean, need a plan. You got to have a plan. Need a plan. This is this is and. and they keep throwing stuff at Biden, and he keeps juggling it. But this, this is, this is, uh-uh. I mean, this is, this is the optic of the of it looking like they've they've shut down the rides at Disney for for the day, and they didn't tell the people in line. Oh, that, the visual, yes. Oh, the 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 visual, and they they did this same thing. Remember that where they had like twenty thousand people underneath an underpass. And they kept showing this, they kept showing the optics, showing the optics, showing the optic. And then all of a sudden, like three three news cycles went by and they showed earth movers and bulldozers cleaning up the garbage where those people were. And this viaduct area was completely cleared. They made no reference to where the people were moved to, what happened. And you just go like, God, that had a sh- that had a, a short three day, you know, like s- some shit just has. You think like, okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll watch that tomorrow and I'll follow up on that story, and then it just vanishes. Well, because it's ratings driven. Yeah, like right. that th- that didn't draw, so we got to get that off there. Exactly. Nobody wants to watch the immigrants. Now, I was talking to you the other day. We 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 equated it to the uh, Sarah McLaughlin, eyes of an angel with the with the dogs missing the eyes and all that. Like, like nobody wants nobody wants to watch that. You just feel like shit. You want to go out and and rescue seventy five animals. It's the same thing. They're showing family. They always show the yeah, kids. Yeah, always show. And, yeah, and it's just yeah. like and you know. And, and the thing is, is like they're human beings. I get that. I get that. But there's people on the other side of that fence in El Paso 
that aren't much of a better predicament, except mm-hmm. they they are legally there. And it's just like, maybe I'm just old school, you know, blue collar, take care of your people. But like, we got to take care of our people. Well, it's the, um, I heard this, and I wish I could credit uh, who said it, but it, and it was kind of just in the middle of a discussion. And uh, somebody on the on the show, it was on, uh, I'm trying to remember what the, it was one of the talking, one of the small talking head shows. And they said, uh, it said United States obviously is the only country that does not uh, think of itself uh, collectively. It thinks of the individual first. And they just kind of said that and moved on like to the, to the point they were trying to make. But but that was a significant point to me. And I hadn't thought about the, in, in those terms. And we are not conditioned here to think globally or to no. think communally. We think me first. We vote me first. Uh, who's who's going who's gonna to serve my bank account first? Who's going to serve me, me first? And enough of that makes this conflagration that we consistently have. But my point about the immigration was I was looking for that and stumbled on the same-sex marriage bill waiting to be signed. And uh, it was shocking to me of how I just, it, it, I not I mean, you got to put it in an order, right? Your, your feed is in an order. If you're watching a broadcast, there's a programmed order. But I had to go down half the page. I don't know where it was. I didn't watch news, but I don't know where it was if, I, if it was on the top of any of the news broadcasts. But clearly it wasn't as sexy as everything else that was going on that day. Because our news is ratings-driven. We're just going to have to accept that. Well, I mean, it's, so you take you take $50 billion out of the defense budget, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of ballpark what takes care of the homelessness. Like, that's what they say if you threw $50 billion onto it. But then again, you don't get, you don't get to get 50 of those brand-new stealth bombers. And everybody knows that there's just not enough nuclear warheads stockpiled in this world as it is to destroy it a billion times over. So, you know, I think what you need to do is just make more ammo. You can never have enough ammo. I when mean, you're sitting just... in Congress, it's like, um, it's like one of those video games where you have to like when you're creating a character and you have to put like attribution points, like you put 10 points to the fighting skill and six points for defense and eight points for magic or whatever. That's all a, a nation's budget is. Your budget is right. your budget, right? You've got the total kitty and you've got to drop money in different areas. And, and the prioritization is largely dependent. There's, of course, party stuff which usually follows uh, suit give or take a few percentage points in either direction but um, like emphasis on defense or emphasis on social spending and programs and stuff so it's always the same contest every time in congress when there's a budget but it is funny how we all looked at the same footage the 10,000 I'll say 10,000 whatever it was right the border shot that we're talking about right and we're, we're not talking, it doesn't have to be a wall, but we're still not talking about a system. We're still not talking about, you know, the path to citizenship thing is fine and it largely deals with people who are here. But you need immigration policy. 
Well, it's the person from Pakistan and the person from India and the person from the Ukraine who are going through proper channels. Like, I saw a thing the other day on, on one of the channels, and they were talking about San Salvador. Isn't San Salvador the uh, country that went completely digital? They went Bitcoin? Oh, we were talking about that. Where where, where was what, that? Wasn't it? Isn't it San Salvador? Steve, is it San Salvador? El, El, El Salvador, right? Is it El Salvador? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's El Salvador. Hold on one second. Uh, Pull that up. Because they 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 were talking to the president of the country, and he was saying, "Yeah, uh, El Salvador goes uh, entirely Bitcoin." And they're like, their country is absolutely booming right now. I mean, everything is just booming in, in, in El Salvador. And I'm thinking, like, all right, well, maybe smarten up some of these people so they don't walk the extra couple thousand miles. And maybe maybe a couple of them stop by San Salvador, you know? Hang out there a while. Get you something to eat. Stay at the Red Roof. I don't know. It's such... That's what people say, like, you know, like, uh, did you ever think about running for office? Where, where, where would you start? Just on, on that border, where do, you, where do you start? You know? Well, first of all, if you have a border, it does have to be patrolled. Absolutely. Right? And you can build a path to citizenship for people, but it ha it, I mean, there has to be procedure, and it has to follow uh, a proper protocol. There's always been asylum, uh, uh, ex exclusions, I guess you could call it, um, in countries that we identify as a fucking shit show um, where most people's options would be, you know, be killed in the streets uh, and have your lively, your businesses robbed from you or get to somewhere where you can live. And most of the civilized nations in the world have passed the citizenship for, uh, for asylum cases. So... But you've got to identify, like, look, look at a place like Venezuela now where there's so many problems, and uh, and you have situations like that, and a lot of the troubled part of the world right now, and dictatorships are not done, folks. No. And uh, I think that I think Venezuela is going to pull their pull the nose up after this World Cup win. It's going to do it all. That's going to do it all. <laughs> um, God, if they lose, man, I think that. <laughs> Be Mad Max and that motherfucker. Did you watch any of it? Fuck no. No. My, Fuck I, no. My doctor gives me Xanax. I got no reason to watch soccer. Um, I should have checked the salary of the guy that yells goal. You know the famous uh, Telemundo uh, reporter. I've tried to watch it. I, like I've went to. I've actually went to an indoor soccer game before. I thought that was a ball. Well, the indoor because it's it's a real concentrated. Yeah, area. I mean yeah. it's like watching hockey. Yeah, you know it's like freaking nine to seven was the score or something like that. I'm I still see I I'm like I'm like I'm like a woman right now, and you have to explain to me icing and hockey. That's when it comes to the when it goes overtime and in, in soccer. That's I, I'm like. And what? Icing? No, I'm, I'm talking about I, icing. You know, and yeah. Icing. Like, you take a, a woman penalty. to 
Yeah, but you take a woman to a, a hockey game and, and, and they pass, and then you go, no, it's that's icing. And you try to explain to her how, no, the puck can't go. Like, try to explain icing to, to, to anybody that doesn't fucking watch hockey. And that's the equivalent of trying to explain fucking to you. After, after 90 minutes, what the fuck is going on? What do you mean it's 100? What, what, what is going on? Like, did they start playing? If they just stopped in the middle of the game and played like a 20-minute cricket match, it, it would make more sense to me. Like, you mean I, when they use extended time past the 90 minutes? Yes. The referees are very unscientifically uh, estimating about how much time was spent with an injury, uh, a penalty, any kind of time stoppage because there's no stoppage of the clock. Right. So you, they say about a about a minute and a half. So could they you imagine? For, could no. you imagine that in pro football? No. no. <laughs> game. The game's the game's fucking over with. We're not going to go to overtime. We're not going to go at first first one. It's a you know what? <laughs> we'll add a minute and a half. <laughs> add four minutes. Yeah. We'll have a scrum in the middle. See who comes up with it. Yeah, my God. jump ball. I mean, now in football, we we can't live without instant replay. I remember when it was first being debated whether they were going to include instant replay, and people were going berserk because of the. And I'm still pissed off half the time of the calls, like ah, the nose of the pool touched first. And like, ah. When you know, it's amazing, it, and, and it's how many times the guy at first base is wrong. In baseball, the, the first base umpire. It's unbelievable how many times mm. he's he's like never wrong. That, that, that's one of those dudes who's just like, man, how do they? And basketball is another one that it's such a fast game. You have a split second once you don't make the call and it's the late call, and then you look like a shit bird. I was watching the Laker game uh, against the Celtics. There was a couple of late calls, and I'm just like, like, uh. But, I mean, that's – God, it's – We can't live without instant replay now. No. We have instant replay and everything. It's funny to think of a time when we didn't have it. I mean, they the, the, they can zoom into, like, a square inch of the sideline to see if a toe yeah. touched it. How friggin' much did that centimeter affect the play? Enough for them to have to take – two. Three and a half minutes of our time. <laughs> Something like a fumble. You know, there are times where it's really obvious. But that first down, it, you, know, you know, three minutes into the first goddamn quarter, and we're going to see if his toe was in. You know what, though? Maybe that's the only – maybe that's the drive. Maybe maybe they're in Buffalo, and eight minutes later, it's, it's snowing sideways, and you can't throw the ball. Right. Yeah, you never know. It'll all be electronic. Like the sidelines will be like censored, and it'll just it'll buzz. Like turn orange when you step out. You I came up with it. I came up with an, uh, uh, an idea the other day. Because going up and down the beach road, you kind of know where the cops are, and you do. I mean, they're kind of in the same place every 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 day. But at the same time, you know that. You just don't go over 42 miles an hour on the beach road. It's Mark 35. Mm. Like, and, and if you got an out-of-state tag, you better go like 39. So I was thinking to myself, like, 
Wouldn't it be easier? You know, you go, you go by those things and they flash at you when you're going too fast. Tells you the speed that yeah. you're going. What right? if yeah. it was to, to shoot like a little magnetic dart that hit the side of your car that had the speed you were going, and you couldn't get this bitch off unless you had to go like to a to a, a, a DMV, and then on it would have this little tag that would say 53 miles an hour. You have, I mean, like. Or the amount that you owe for being yeah. over. Yeah. Or you no, go they, turn it in yeah, at you the dart and you pay the $50 ticket. You can't get the, it's like a, it's almost like a boot. Like the thing would be on the side of your car driving along with like three of those things. God, I'd hate that. Oh. But you, I'm just thinking to myself like. Your like county the, would make a fortune though. The, the other day they, they, they did, uh, this is my favorite. There's a 7-Eleven and they, they, they put the SUV where the nose of it sticks out and it's black and white, so you know that that's there, but it, it, only the locals know it's there. So some idiot will zip by. Some guy went by me going 55 down the road. So as soon as I watch the SUV take off, I start to speed up. But this guy, I can't like get around the, the, the Winnebago in front of me, so i got to slow down. And the guy behind me passes around me and goes along he gets about 43 miles an hour, 44 miles an hour. Right behind the SUV cop that pulled out was a motorcycle. Mm. And he got the next guy. And I was just like, oh, man, like that was a little, 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 little quick there. I'm thinking to myself like, oh, because there's, I don't give a fuck how old you are. There's not a worse feeling on earth than getting blue lit. Mm-hmm. When, when they're behind you, and especially when they're behind you for, and they, do, they give you that like minute and a half where they're behind you, they're behind you, they're behind you, and then they hit the, then you're like, ah. But th- that's the other good thing about being 63 years old is at this point, the only thing is how fast was I going? Because I don't have anything illegal in my car. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm not at that stage. I, somebody said, I, I read, the, they said, how the fuck did you get arrested seventeen times? When I said that, it was, I was I, I said I went up to the uh, Interpol guy, and the guy said, you "Sure, you've never been arrested." Oh, at the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember the story. At the at the border. Yeah, uh, me and Scott. And the oh, thing, at the border. Right. It, it, the thing is, though, is when you used to bounce at bars, especially if you like busted somebody open and the cops came, like you'd call the cops on the guy. They t- they'd snatch your ass too, you know. So it was just like, you know, you'd both go with. Arrests are not convictions, folks. No, arrests are not convictions. Oh well, I am full of conviction when I tell you that uh, the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering your core body temperature, and temperature controlled sleep. Uh, we know it repairs muscle after a hard day's work and improves cognitive function. So you always will start your day feeling sharp, fresh, alert. Um, I don't sleep well. I wake up in all kinds of crazy positions until Chili Sleep. Okay, Sleep Me, which is the uh, new name and the new home for Chili Sleep. Uh, they bring you the same great sleep that Chili Sleep offered, but under a new name. Sleep Me makes the coldest, most comfortable sleep systems available. They create the environment that meets the body's natural need for lower core temperatures, okay, promoting deeper and restorative sleep. Uh, they make the Uller, the Cube, Doc Pro Sleep Systems, 
uh, water-based, temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over the existing mattress and provide your ideal sleep temperature. I have it in my bedroom. Seriously, the setup time was maybe maybe 10 minutes, and that was included me taking it out of the packaging. The mattress pads, uh, they slip right over and slide over your existing mattress, then you just throw your sheets on top of it. They are designed to maintain the perfect temperature. You control it on your app. Let's say you want it to be 68 degrees in your bed. Well, it's going to take your body temperature into account and consistently work to maintain 68. Okay, and they also launched the new Doc Pro Sleep System. It has two times more cold power than the other models. It's Whisper Quiet. Pair it with your new Sleep.me app for enhanced device control. And guys, if you go to sleep.me slash Kevin, you're going to learn more and you're also going to save 25% on the purchase of any new Doc Pro cube or Uller sleep system. I have the Uller. Uh, this offer is available exclusively for you, the Click This Kevin Nash podcast listeners, and only for a limited time. That's sleep. That's L-E-E-P dot M-E, me, slash Kevin, to take care of our exclusive discounts and wake up refreshed every day. How's you been sleeping, man? You been sleeping Good. Better? Good. Good. I, I need more hours. I need more time to sleep. I sleep fine. But I need more time. It's you, you know. Need, this, you need my schedule. This five. Uh, this fucking getting up at five every morning. Fuck. Why do you um, have to get up at five? I got. I got to get out of the house by. Uh, by so you know. I also have you know three women uh, competing with me for a shower, bathroom, and uh, common space time, and I, and I need at least one tea before I leave the house. All right, it's Ask Nash, folks. Hashtag Ask Nash. People ask me all the time. They post, Sean, how do I get a question to Nash? Hashtag Ask Nash. That's what the segment's called. Uh, Mr. Mike Noble, back when Vince made the comment, if you didn't hold up your end, you'd be in the unemployment line with your buddy Scott Hall. And you gave Vince the finger, and Waltman seemed to be pretty mad at this. Is there any backstory to this? No, he just, uh, he didn't tell us what he was going to say, so I just, I had sunglasses on, so I just tapped my sunglasses like that. I thought it was just very clever. One can do the finger to Vince and survive. I, I yeah, I, I think that he appreciated it. Big Daddy Wookie. Is this a young Kevin Nash I saw on ESPN? Let's see. Oh, first NCAA tournament victory. That's us. Were you number four? Was it forty-three? Forty-three. So I had long hair, and my coach told me that he wanted my hair off my my uh, collar by the time the next practice came around. I showed up with an afro. <laughs> I got an afro in that picture. <laughs> so this is the post afro. Yeah, uh, this is this is this is Link Mod Squad coming at you. Uh, that'll show anyone in a position of authority to tell Kevin yeah, Nash yeah, to do tell, anything. Go ahead and tell me to do something. Tell me I won't. T- yeah, <laughs> you think that you think this 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 didn't come naturally? Fuck. Been telling people fuck you my whole life. Bruno, while we're on this topic, any hair care routines? Recently been growing my hair out. I'm wondering if you had any advice from your long hair era. God bless you, man. Um, 
I used to change my hair product a lot. I, I would change my shampoo conditioner. Like every time I went through a bottle, I would change to a different product. And um, you, you have to like you can't blow you can't blow dry your hair. You got to leave uh, some conditioner in it. And I can like, I've tried to grow my hair out like every once in a while, and I just I can't. I, I'm just not a baseball cap guy. Like I'll wear caps every once in a while, but you got to wear a cap through that whole period where you got the the wing thing going and just like when it's in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and on top of that, once you like, you see guys that are older guys that are rock and roll guys, and they still have long hair. You get to a point where you lose too much of this right here. Mm. And you look like uh, the fucking dude from Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know? There you go. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you just you can't so you can't grow. It's like long hair is a young man's game. It is. But now, when you were working like uh, like the Goldberg match we watched the other night with the uh, the Ed Free people, when you're in the how goddamn annoying is it in the ring unbelievable when you have long hair your vision's obstructed i would say what 90 percent of the match there's hair in your eyes and unless in your you face. i mean i i was good at keeping it out of my face but you well, had it was the to, fifth move but yeah i mean you had to, but you had to flip that shit back and on top of that man it's hot as fuck yeah and what about color did it stay did it make you when you had to get color did it make your hair stick to your face no i i I, I, that's the one thing, man. It's like people always say, oh, you're just for men. It's just for men. I'm like, no, you stupid motherfucker. I sit there in foils. I got blonde. You got to go blonde first. Then you got to put auburn. Yeah. Then you got to put you got to put brown through it. Like I would be a four, four hours. I'd be getting that shit done. But you, you have to have layers and colors and. I mean, it's it's yeah. You know, if you do just for men, then you look like Mach. Right. You get right. Yeah, it looks, you, did, it looks, you did it like a bitch. You did it the real yeah, way. Yeah, I did it the real way, man. Yeah. And, that, and you and you have to be one too. Ah, uh, Alexander, can real Kevin Nash and kayfabe Sean answer without any bias on the supposed return of Vince McMahon? I've actually enjoyed the product since he left. Well, that's why I asked before. I saw. Has anybody else heard any confirmation of this? I didn't. I don't know if it's just speculation or people just since being cleared. People. I mean, I know he has voting rights. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, like, just speaking personally from my from from my life, I enjoyed the stock price going up. Like, leave it the fuck alone. Well, it seems to be impervious to anything they do. That's this, the stock price goes against a lot of Wall Street conventions, yeah. as we but talked I mean, about they, a few weeks they, ago. So you know, I don't when, think you have to worry about that. When he was when 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 they uh, when he quit, they uh, stock uh, analysts said that it, it would probably top somewhere around one hundred. So it still got some growth, you know. When he left. They, uh, the analysts yeah, said 100? They, they, yeah, they said that it, that, that, yeah, it could go as, as high as 100. What I do think, you think about the product, uh, the, the post-Vince product? 
I'd like it more. Um, I think it takes a while to... It's just there's so much there's so much talent that I just because like I don't watch I don't watch uh, eight hours of it a week you know I just don't have I don't have time to so I I miss uh, I, I miss a lot of NXT which I used to I used to watch NXT all the time and um, I don't watch as much NXT as I used to. And I've never been a SmackDown guy because I just, it wasn't really something that was around when I was there. And I, I, I bet you I was, I, I maybe have been on SmackDown 30 times in my career. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was always a Raw guy. So Raw's my, you know, that's my cup of tea. So I, I mean, if I'm going to, if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch Raw. Well, before the brand split, it was always just kind of like an A. I, I don't know I if wish... I should call it a B show, but it was like a, a minus show. I just, I just don't um, like with the Usos and with Roman having all the all the belts. It's like I don't know. It's it's hard, you know. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it definitely you know makes them a dynasty. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's gotten like, and, and and I think Roman's done a really good. I mean, I've I've enjoyed, uh, you know. His, like he's he 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 got like he got a push and uh, you know he, you know he, he kind of got dieseled mm-hmm. and um they kind of fucked his push and then but he you know he's he's solid now he's you know I, I enjoy watching him I enjoy his promos you know uh okay. yeah I just and I think I think adding Zane to that group was 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 genius. Mm-hmm. I've always liked him. Yeah, I've Sammy. always yeah, I always liked Sammy. But I mean, I didn't get Kevin Owens for the longest time. Like I, I just I, I just didn't get him. And then it was just like one day I was watching him. I forget what you know what, what match it was, and it was just like this is a it's a while back, and it was just, I'm just like, wow, he's like a he's a like he's a fearless motherfucker, man. Like he really like you know. He's got good psychology, cuts good promos. He's believable. It's like, I don't know. I dig him. Kind of like a Joe thing. Right? Joe's great. I, Joe, yeah. Joe, I've always been a, a huge fan of, of of Joe's. I've always thought that the, he was the guy that, to, to, you know, if I was booking and I had to put somebody against Brock, Joe would be, you know, Joe would be a great foil. Um, you know, he just, he, he just, He's just believable, mm-hmm. and he's got a different look. You know, he's just got a different look to him. Right. That's true. Uh, Nerdy for Life says, love the podcast as always. Have you and your, fam- uh, have you and your th- family and my thoughts, Kev. Question, regarding all the trash and sodas NWO got hit with, seemed like WWE never had trash thrown at them. Just wondering where Doug Dillinger was with security, NWO for Life. There was nothing you could do when they started that shit. You know, it just it just got to the point on house shows where they throw batteries and shit like that. Right. And then you know, like that's why we started wearing sunglasses to every interview because I didn't want to lose my eye out there. Mm. I was watching uh remember when Nikolai used to sing the Russian national anthem in the ring and 
Sheik would stand there with the Iranian flag and go to a city like Philly and do that shit. The song is like, I noticed there were times Nikolai definitely didn't do the second verse. It was right. just like the first verse, the, the come home, and that was it, the, the chorus, and he was done. Just the amount of shit that was flying into that ring. And it just looks like a blob of anything on television. But it's, like you mentioned, batteries. I've always heard about batteries being you know, cuts, cups of piss and shit like that. And um, uh, Puerto Rico, was the, that was the place, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, and, and they would fucking, they put the ring in, in, out, out in the middle of a baseball field. But those son of a bitches had arms. They'd throw spark plugs. Spark plug goes a long way. Yeah. You see, ba- baseball s- players, s- all of them. Yeah, sit sit there in, in a ring and, and and you know and watch a spark plug bounce about four feet from you and go, oh jeez. Imagine that in the eye socket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna give me a hell of a settlement when I go back in the in the locker room. In and San Juan. Yeah. yeah. And they, Hugo. Yeah. Come here. Bring the butcher knife. What? Where's Invader number two? Exactly. Um, yeah, but like I'm watching Kaz and, and and Nikolai, and I'm I'm going like like when I was a kid, it was just like oh they were being heels. It's what they had to do. I never realizing that what they must have been, how nervous they were as all this all these foreign objects in Boston are getting hurled. That and the fact that the Iron Sheik. Has a problem with the English language. <laughs> That's why he assaulted the guy <laughs> exactly. on the sidewalk. It no, was a miscommunication. I, uh, guy said, "Hey, can I give you a reach around?" Sheik said, "Yeah, I didn't know I." Whoa, that's a reach around. Exactly. Rocky Monroe. In one episode, you talked about how you and Scott liked to meet gays. I don't know if that's exactly what you said. When I met you and Scott in Knoxville, I ran into Scott again at the urinals. I looked over to realize he was looking over in my direction. Sup, bro? I'm pretty sure I was meat-gazed. <laughs> There's nothing more unnerving than doing that to somebody. <laughs> Would Scott do that as a rib? Just yeah, like... he'd, when he'd say, he'd, he'd say uh, I'd say, how did I go? I had the fucking guy next to me clanking his fucking pelvic bones against the urinal. Pressing in, yeah, yeah. You got to be real careful. You don't it's take like some when, of that. Walk. It's like when 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 you, when you get out, you know, you're on a plane. You wake up with a big fucking piss boner, and you know you're you're sitting in first class. You know, you get off the plane, and you go. And by the time you get up, and move around. Now it's just, you know, it's absolutely the, the, as long as it can possibly be before it takes that first hitch up. That's when you stand back like six feet from the urinal. <laughs> Fucking hold your hog out like, oh, 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 yeah. Make some noise. Whoa. Everybody looks down at you. Jesus, dude. What are you? It was like, are you this or I'm hitting porcelain, bro? That's it, baby. Uh, zero gaming. I love how every day at work, it's this podcast that keeps me from going insane. Kev, would you ever have, uh, would you have ever put the world title on Scott? WWE or WCW? I would have in a heartbeat. Even a great chance. Until he started doing some kind of nude shit. David Van Boglen. Kevin, 
I may be off on the number, but I believe you've done six kayfabe commentaries interviews. Which one was the most enjoyable? Timeline, breaking kayfabe, maybe you shoot. So I, I, I counted from memory. I, I don't know. Well, Steve has a graphic here. Hold on a minute. So there's you shoot. There was timeline WWE. I think timeline was a good one. It was breaking kayfabe, which was the very serious one. There was guest booker. Then there was timeline WCW, which covered '97. And you know what? Then there was the uh, the countdown shows we used to do. Wrestling's most. <laughs> I like the ones when I rolled a joint. <clears throat> that was a fun one. Remember? I did you do? Did you do the contest? Yeah, uh, I, did, I rolled the joint. Okay. I, I remember? I, I beat. I beat everybody. I think the record holder at the time was Sabu. And um, and X Pac beat him, and I beat X Pac. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's those, and then the um, oh, this is of course the uh, the Casey Vault uh, available on YouTube. Search Casey Vault for fourteen ninety nine. I, I liked all those because like you did such a good job of guiding my my brain dead ass through those. Well, it was all about the research. I, I credit Anthony with everything. Okay. Well, and, he did. Uh, I mean, it was no. It's, it, 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 that was that was always. I always enjoyed um, doing those. That's yeah, why. I, that's why we're across from each. We're sitting here every week, exactly. talking about cack. Somehow we we talked <laughs> yeah. about this, the storied history of of man's greatest sport, and now we talk about fist boners bouncing off the back <laughs> porcelain. Got to. Uh, the J.L. Wilson awesomeness on the 100K for T. Who does Big Kev consider the most dominant big men in NBA or college history? Being from Arkansas, we hated seeing Shaq because we knew he was going to crush the Razorbacks in the paint. I started watching because I'm a wrestling fan, but uh, but staying because both you guys are good human beings. Boy, do we have you fooled. All right, uh... biggest, best big men. Well, Kareem, you said you put first, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, because he he won at high, he won at the high school, the college, and you know he won three. He won, I think, two state championships. I know he won a city championship at Palmer Memorial. Um, he won three at UCLA because freshmen couldn't play. And then he won, I believe, five, one with the Bucks and four with. Uh, I think he won five. Did 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 Kareem won five or six NBAs? Somebody check on that with the Lakers. I'm gonna say five because I think that's what Magic won, right? Yeah, I tell you one thing, man. Um, I'm watching that Shaq thing on HBO. Is anybody yeah, you wa- told me. Yeah, so I've been watching that, and it's just like. When it comes down to it, nobody was more physically dominant than Shaq. I mean, like Chamberlain wasn't. Chamberlain wasn't three hundred and fifteen pounds. I was going to say Shaq's size and strength. Yeah, he was, was just ridiculous. And when you meet Shaq and you see him in person, he's fucking gigantic. Mm. I mean, Big Show's a big dude, and Big Show's like a giant. Um, yeah, he won six. 
right because he right he was he won the, five, five five was magic one See, five, I forget well, that's that. when he was far back well he was also alcindor that year lou alcindor right now so someone like someone like kareem more dominant offensively in the post or just like owning the lane defensively he blocked a shitload of shots. Mm. You know, I I think that like if I had to pick like a defensive center, of course I would go with Russell. You know, Bill Russell was probably the best defensive center. Mm. But like when I was watching the Shaq thing and he's like, okay, he's coming into the league and he's got Lajuan, he's got Patrick Ewing, he's got David Robinson, and he's just like and he's, I think he came out his second year. I think he did two, two years in, in, in college. So I guess it would be, he, he would have been his junior year that he came out, uh, out of LSU. LSU. And, um, like, he's, he's talking and he's, he's guarding Ewing. And Ewing does that fadeaway. And he goes, like, he doesn't give it 100%, but just goes to, to get a hand on it. And he says to himself, Oh fuck, man! I I I can get that right. next time. Next time he does it, he just goes up and gets it, and he's realizing that all these guys that he idolized, that he's more talented than, mm. you know, like fucking like Elijah Wan can't do anything with him. Elijah Wan, like, he was so fucking like Elijah Wan was faster, and he could ball fake him and do all that shit. But look at Shaq got Shaq got ten feet from the goal. He was dunking it. Why wasn't Ewing more dominant? Is it the shooting percentage? He he I just I think he was dominant. I just think he was dominant in an era of some really, really good big men. Mm. You know, it's like or was it the surrounding team? Oakley Starks, um, I've always been a huge fan of Oakley. Um, I think it's, I think it's also New York, just playing in New York, man. Like if there's a harder place to get to than the fucking Garden, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when, when we used to wrestle the Garden, like getting in that motherfucker, and and we used to take a, a ambi, we'd go to the Days Inn getting an ambulance and the ambulance would take us up to the top and drop us off. Then when it was over with it, we get back in the ambulance, go fucking down and take it to the day's end and we get in our rental car. Mm. And, uh, so I, I come back at my last stint and I tell the guy, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the, for the, uh, survivor series. The guy says, yeah, park across the street in the parking garage. I said no. I'm one. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm one of the. I'm on the. Sh- I'm on the show. And he goes, "Yeah, park across the street." So I park across the street, and there comes Seamus and uh, Seamus and somebody were coming across the street. And I, I looked at him. I said, "We just." He goes, "Yeah, we've been doing this for years." I'm like, "Fuck me!" I said. So after the this thing's over with, we're gonna walk in the fucking garden crowd back to our car and wait. To, I'm like, what a fuck. I mean, like that alone was like, okay, 
that would have taken fucking five years off my off my career. I'd have been fuck this. I'm not doing it. Didn't you pay for your own parking? Yeah. Wow. That's why they started running Bro- that that gig in Brooklyn. Barclays. Yeah. Which is more convenient, and, and the bark bark they, they were they were giving them the 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 arena for zip. They weren't charging them at the beginning. Well, just, just taking to, concessions. Just yeah, just to get them out of the garden, and it, and I remember one time looking, uh, snooping, but looking and seeing the garden sheet, you know, and, and you sheet gazed. Yeah, I sheet gazed. I looked at the sheet. Oh my god, the fucking what the what the Teamsters and the fucking union guys make to fucking move a fucking cable because. Whether we had our own riggers or not, their fucking riggers were showing up and they were getting paid. So you could do a $300,000 house and you'd walk with $74. Right. You know. <laughs> I always heard that. Uh, Steve just wrote in the comments about losing money. That McMahon Sr. would consistently lose money yeah. on the garden shows, but it was it was prestigious. And it was like the tentpole card of the month, so he had to do it for the coverage. But it was like impossible to make money because of the, the yeah, invoices. Yeah, but just, but just and, and I remember a lot of times, you know, into, when you don't understand the breakdown of the cost, like running Europe and all those buildings in Europe were all union buildings, especially everything in the UK, until Thatcher got rid of, got you know, killed most of the unions. But uh, you would you would see the sheet and you would see the deductible. And then you'd know. Then when you got your pay, you'd be like, "Of course, I got shit pay because there was there, there, you know, nothing from nothing is nothing." <laughs> exactly. And you know what I got left? Nothing. 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 Click. This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Seed, created by Kevin Nash, Tristan Nash, and Sean Oliver. Producer Steve Kaufman and graphics by Dominic D'Angelo. Title sequence and audio edit by. Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Ke- uh, Tristan Nash. Copyright 2022, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev? Oh, so anyway, I'm, the the playout song is my son singing Sophia on uh, off the builder's um, boxcar to jug of wine. Because people always ask me, what's the playoff song mm-hmm. at the end? So that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my boy singing. Right, we'll put, we'll just put that in the crowd. Yeah. Kev, we doing another one next week or what? Yeah, because we got to bring some people in and fuck with them. That's right. Live live taping next week. Go to adfreeshows.com and keep your eye on our Twitter account. It's at Click This Podcast. I'm going to see if I can get Mandy to show up uh, here at the, at the condo. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's free, I hear. <laughs> Impromptu photo shoot you got going on over there? It's good. Butthole. <laughs>